Shalom to all! Today we're going to learn Mishnah's Kelayim Perak Bey's Mishnah Zayin and Mishnah Ches. And today's Mishnah's are being learned Lilu Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Bas Rabbi Yaakov Meisha Hernan Shamash Rabban Aliyah and Mishchos Rachel Bas Tavar Gitol and Daniel Yisbar Inspire Rachel Leishi Be Gebenched with Zera Shal Kayama Bekar of Mamish. And Mishnah Zayin tells us Hayarish Tar Chitim Nichnas Besach Shel Sairim. You have the corner of a field of wheat that's going into a field of barley. Mutter, there's no problem of Kelayim here. Bibneishu Nira Kesav Sadeu because it looks like the end of his field. Now, Reishtar doesn't literally mean the corner of his field. There was a woman's piece of jewelry, some say it was earrings, some say it was something else, that was called tar, because it was shaped like a triangle. So, Mishnah, Gemara, the point or the corner of something is called Reishtar. What do we have over here? We have two fields right next to each other, but they're not both the same shape. One of them is a square, and one of them is, say, a diamond or a triangle. The one that's a square has barley, the one that's a triangle or a diamond has wheat. And the corner of one of the fields is right next to the flat part of the other field. So it might seem like there's wheat and barley planted right next to each other. The Mishnah just told us there's no problem with that, since it's very clear that these are two separate fields. One of them is shaped like a triangle, one of them is shaped like a square. It's obvious that the wheat and barley wasn't planted together. Now, a similar situation, Two people have fields right next to each other, Reuven and Shimon. Ruvain has wheat planted in his field, and Shimon has barley planted in his field. Now, Shimon's barley is planted all the way up until the border of his field, but Ruvain's wheat isn't planted all the way up until the border. There's a little bit of space in between Ruvain's wheat and Shimon's barley. Ruvain is allowed to be saimech. He's allowed to plant that same type that Shimon has right next to his own wheat. So Ruvain is allowed to take barley and plant it right next to his own wheat. Now, usually, that would be considered kilayim because we would walk into Ruvain's field and say, hey, you have wheat and barley planted next to each other. That's a problem. In this situation, it's not a problem. Why is that? Because people looking at these two fields know that one of the fields is Ruvain's and one of the fields is Shimon. And they think that Shimon's field is the barley and Ruvain's field is the wheat. Now, they don't realize that some of the barley really is Ruvain's. And that's not a problem because since they think that all the barley is Shimon's, it doesn't look like there's wheat and barley being planted next to each other by the same person, no issue of Kilayim. And now a similar situation where we have two different types that are planted near each other and it doesn't look like Kilayim. Reuven and Shimon both have fields next to each other and they both have wheat planted in them. Still, Ruvain is allowed to plant at the edge of his field a row of Pishtun, a row of flax. But not a row of something else. Now, why would he plant a row of flax at the end of his field? That's because he just wants to test his field to see if it could produce high-quality flax. There's no issue of kilayim here because you can't do anything with just one row of flax. A row of carrots, you could do something with. You could get a lot of carrots out of a row of carrots, or potatoes, or cucumbers, or something else. But one row of flax doesn't do you any good. So it must be the only reason why he's planting this flax here is because he just wants to test his ground to see if it could grow high-quality flax and therefore, there's no issue with Kilaim. Now, Rav Shimon is very makele. He says, Echad zera pishtun, echad kalminim. You're allowed to plant anything you want at the edge of your field. It could be pishtun, it could be flax, it could be something else. No issue of Kilaim. Now, Rav Yaisi tells us something which is in between the Tanakhama and Rav Shimon. Even in the middle of his field, he's allowed to check the quality of his ground with this row of flax. Since the whole reason why he's planting this row of flax is just to see if his ground can produce high quality 
quality flax. So it doesn't make a difference where he plants it. He can plant it at the edge of his field, in the middle of his field. That's clear to everyone that he's not trying to grow flax together with something else. He's just trying to check his field to see if he can grow this quality flax, and he's going to cut it down early, and there's no problem of kilayim. And Mishlechas continues with this topic. You are not allowed to plant chardal and charia, mustard and charia, which is something else, at the end of your field of grain. But you are allowed to plant chardal and charia at the end of a field of vegetables. What's the difference between planting it at the end of a field of grain or at the end of a field of vegetables? Well, chardal and charia is very detrimental for grain. And if we have a row of this chardal and charia growing right by grain, everyone's going to know that it was planted there on purpose. Because why else is it growing there if not for the fact that it was planted there on purpose? Then everyone's going to say, we have kilayim over here. You're not allowed to plant chardal with grain. However, since chardal and charia do not harm vegetables, people that see that chardal and charia was planted near vegetables, they're going to say, this is not the chardal and charia of the vegetable owner. He allowed his friend to plant some chardal and charia over here, and therefore, it's not kilayim. The Yurakas belong to one person, and the Chardol belongs to another person. Tell us something very similar to what we learned in Mesechas Peah. If you remember, in the beginning of Mesechas Peah, we were trying to define what's considered one field versus two fields in regards to how many Peahs we need to leave off. One Peah or two Peahs. And there was a number of things that we learned over there that are considered dividing a field into two, making one field into two fields, therefore being Mechaivet in two separate Payas, and we have the same thing over here with Kalayim. We might have something that's considered one field technically, but since it has something else in it, that would be considered dividing it, and then we would be able to plant two different species in it, because it would be considered like two different fields, or at least there's enough of a separation in between these plants. So the Mishnah tells us, A person is allowed to plant a different type, something else, something that's different than what he has planted in his field. He's allowed to plant it right next to boor, which is an unplowed section of land, or next to near, which is a plowed section of land. Vlagafa, he could plant a different type on the other side of a stone wall. Vladerech, he could plant a different type on the other side of a private path, which is four amas wide. Vlagader, Shugavayasarat Fachim, he could plant a different type on the other side of a wall, which is ten Fachim tall. Vlacharitz, Shu Arba, he could plant a different type on the other side of a ditch, which is ten Fachim deep and four Fachim wide. Vlailan, Shu he could plant a different type on the other side of a tree, which branches lean on the ground. He has a tree in his field, and that tree has branches which droop all all the way next to the ground. So he could plant one type on the outside of the branches, one type on the inside of the branches, because the branches themselves are considered like a mechitza, like a partition, like something dividing. And also, Vilasela Shugavayasar Varachavarba. He could plant a different type on the other side of a rock, which is ten tefachim tall and four tefachim wide. All these things that we just mentioned are considered a valid divider in between that which is planted in his field originally and the new thing he would like to plant now, and there would not be an issue of kilayim over here. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Tess and Yud. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.